0: Welcome to The Rob Burgess Show. I am, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 77th episode, our returning guest is Ash Burgess. You first heard Ash Burgess on episodes 16, 26, 27, 39, 58, and 63 of the podcast. Ash Burgess has a dusty degree in religious studies an obsession with pineapples, and an appetite for both high and low culture. She cuts her own hair, bakes her own sourdough bread, and spends most of her time at home with her young son and now young daughter. Sometimes she blogs at burgessbaby.blogspot.com. And now on to the show. Alright, so Ash Burgess, Rob Burgess here. So we meet again. We meet again. Yes. Once again. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Um, Back
1: for... Um, another episode about The Splendor's Bottom, am I right? I don't
0: remember if it was the first podcast we did, but it was like one of the first ones where we talked about the pleasures of fall, and what did we taste test at that time?
1: Didn't we do some candy corns? We, I think on on the podcast we tasted, I think we tasted the candy corns and also those pumpkin things that are Mm -hmm. made of candy corn material, they're called like... Mallow pumpkins or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no, that was our first episode, I think, that we had done. Maybe. Maybe yeah. not. I think it was my favorite episode we've done.
0: Yeah, well good. Because, I, I mean, mean
1: <laughs> well, fall's my favorite season, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely, and you feel like fall has officially begun now.
1: Well, I mean, it's pushing it a little bit, but I'm so ready for the fall that I've decided to just officially call it. Like, honestly, it's kind of hot out today, mm. and... All the leaves are still pretty green and like clean to the trees and everything. But I like to think that from here on out it's just going to become more and more autumnal. Mm-hmm. Just as, you know, kind of the back to school supplies are leaving the stores and the Halloween and fall things are starting to make their way bit by bit.
0: Mm-hmm. But speaking of bit by bit, we have here uh dogfish head I just noticed this is spelled P-U-N-K-I-N. Like pumpkin? Is that worry you?
1: A little bit. Pumpkin. I hope it actually tastes like pumpkin. There's a picture of
0: a pumpkin with, what else is on this picture here?
1: There's some, some, these are pumpkin spices. I think there are some cinnamon sticks, a nutmeg,
0: Mm.
1: something that could be a clove, and some kind of seeds. I think that could be a cardamom pod, maybe? Mm. It says, the description says, Our fall favorite full-bodied brown ale is brewed with real pumpkin, brown sugar, allspice, cinnamon, and nutmeg. So, there is supposedly some pumpkin in here. But yes, it is called pumpkin ale. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think Dogfish Head is usually good, although it's actually been a long time since I've had any. Right I don't know. Yeah, but right. anyway, we thought, just like last time, we tried the candy corn and the, mm-hmm. you know, mallow pumpkins. And Did we have some of the Indian corn, too? I think sure we did because it was chocolate candy corn is what we finally decided about. Yeah, a it. different. Things. Yeah. But just as last year we tried those, mm-hmm. this year we thought we would try some pumpkin beer because, you know... Mm-hmm. Where is a discussion about the Splinters of Bottom without a discussion of pumpkin beer? And this year, I'm not secretly pregnant while filming the episode, so we <laughs> can, can we can we can go for the pumpkin beer this time. We're not we're not on a candy corn only diet. So know, right. <laughs> all it's right, it's let's funny. let's go for it. <laughs> yep. Yum. Mm. I like it. Yeah, I think this is not bad. I mean, Let me take another sip.
0: It's brown ale brewed with pumpkin and spices, and it's uh, 7%.
1: Now, are there rules for tasting beer similar to how you're supposed to taste wine? You know, like, you're smelling it, you're tasting a small amount, you're letting it go to different parts of your tongue?
0: Uh, I think it's less rigid, only because I don't think that there's certain things that matter quite as much with beer. I think with, um... I mean, with a brown ale, is it going to be a brown ale? You know, you're not going to be able to see through it. Like, that's part of what you're doing when you're inspecting the wine, is that you're looking for opacity, and you're looking for uh, sedimentation. I guess you would look for sedimentation with beer, too, maybe. But at the same time, I I don't think there's the same... I could be totally wrong. Maybe there's a beer sommelier out out in the audience that's good, that could correct me on that.
1: But. Well, I was just thinking, um, you know, we visited a number of wineries. Mm-hmm. You know, we lived in Northern California. We went to a lot yes. of wineries. And, you know, some more casual than others. But there's still sort of a general air of, like, you know, not like you're going to be, like, overly elaborate, like, swirling it and swirling it and, you know, being kind of, you know what's the word I'm looking I'm looking for a nice word for this, but, you know what I mean? The people that are like, oh, I'm so into wine, and they're like, just overly dramatically tasting it. I mean, not like that, but I mean, there is a little bit of a kind of way of like, appreciating and tasting and sampling and deciding if you like it. I was just wondering if there's similar rules for beer tasting. We've been to, I guess, not as many breweries, but we've definitely been to a few where we've had, you know, some kind of a sampler or whatever, and... They didn't ever, you know, offer any advice other than, you know, drink from light to dark or whatever. And I guess being a brown ale, this is in the middle, but not like we're drinking any other beers right now anyway. So, Mm -hmm. you know, anyway, um, I don't usually like brown ales, but I think that the pumpkin and spices are kind of helping me to like this one.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you're not usually a brown ale person.
1: No, just because I tend to like extremes of flavor. I like things that are, like, really dark usually, like dark chocolate, dark beer. Or I like lighter, you know, really lighter but kind of more flavorful type of light things. But I feel like brown ales are often just kind of, like, just the most medium of all the mediums. And that just doesn't do anything for me. But this has a little bit of a bite to a it, puppy, like more than it doesn't. The
0: puppy, the puppy is the our, our son is watching the Octonauts <laughs> in case you were wondering that. About. A, a really good
2: show
1: if anyone's interested in underwater exploration. Yes. Being conducted by several cartoon animals. It's,
0: you know. We've also been to a live show of the oh, yes. Octonauts in Indianapolis.
1: Oh yes. But but getting back to what I was saying to describe this pumpkin beer, um It has a little more bite to it than I think some brown ales, which I like. And then the pumpkin flavor is rather subtle. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And the spices are a little bit subtle, too. They're not too subtle. I definitely can tell that they're there. Mm -hmm. But it's not like... A couple years ago, we had a project going where we tested a bunch of different pumpkin beers. And some of them I felt like... Just disgustingly strong Like disgustingly intense pumpkin flavor Which is hard for me to explain Why that would be disgustingly intense Because I love pumpkin flavor But it can be overdone in a beer for sure mm-hmm. And I think also the spices can be overdone And some of the pumpkin beers that we tried Almost to me didn't taste like pumpkin at all They just tasted like a lot of spices Like mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of cinnamon Yeah. And those I just didn't care for But this I'm actually really enjoying I'm glad we decided to go with this one
0: mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they know that this is, like, a thing that people will specifically buy. Like, we did. We specifically purchased this beer because it was a pumpkin beer. So, I mean, even things that are a close approximation of pumpkin beer. Now, granted, this does have pumpkin in it. Yes, I've had some pumpkin beers that
1: that I think maybe didn't. didn't. Well, because I think if it just says pumpkin spice... That doesn't necessarily mean there's actual pumpkin flavor. It could just mean that it has, like, the spices that you might find in a pumpkin-flavored thing. Like, the spices you would put in a pumpkin pie or something. Mm-hmm. So, on the topic of pumpkin spice-flavored things and
2: mm-hmm.
1: beverages more specifically, um, I did make my annual trip to Starbucks for a pumpkin-spiced coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I always just get the coffee with, like, a pump of pumpkin spice in it. I don't get the latte, but it's still the same sort of flavor. And and as usual, I was honestly kind of underwhelmed by it. This happens to me every year. I think I just, I get so caught up in the excitement because people are so excited about the pumpkin spice latte they're like waiting to see when it's going to be released and they're like excitedly thinking it could be released maybe sooner than the official release date Mm -hmm. and then people are like instagramming it and like tweeting about it and Mm -hmm. so excited i think i just always get kind of caught up in that and think like maybe i would like some pumpkin spice but i just i don't know and i love pumpkin flavored things it's just i don't i think it's overhyped honestly I just, you know, I don't love it. I mean, you, you've you had the pumpkin spice flavor before, yes. Yeah, it's
0: fine. Yeah, it's fine. I, yeah, like, it's it, fine. I you like it okay.
1: Yeah, it's okay. It's just, there's so many other flavors that I like better that I'm always kind of underwhelmed compared to, like, the level of excitement. But I still, even though I know I'm going to feel that way, I still like to try it once a year, just because I do like being part of that, like, surge of excitement, you know, the beginning of fall, all of that. Um... Mm-hmm. So this is not actually our first pumpkin beer of the year because you got that Sam Adams Mm -hmm. multi-pack. Like, and that had, of course, there were only two of the pumpkin beers in the pack and like a bunch of the boring other ones, Mm -hmm. but that pumpkin beer wasn't bad. I like this one better. Mm -hmm. That pumpkin beer had a really cool name though. Was it like 20 pounds of pumpkin, Mm -hmm. which to me kind of sounds like. They're trying to imply that they've like squashed 20 pounds of pumpkin to make like one single beer and that's like how concentrated the pumpkin flavor is. I would definitely not say that's how it tasted, mm. nor would I necessarily want a beer made with 20 pounds of pumpkin. That seems like a lot, but...
0: That's promising a lot of pumpkin. I
1: did think the name was cool, though. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. That was definitely cool.
1: Um, I have heard some rumors about the Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin spice flavor.
0: What was the rumors (laughs) you heard?
1: Well, just, I remember that when people were waiting for Starbucks to be released, I think, I don't know if maybe the pump the Dunkin' Donuts one came out sooner, or maybe some people just were able to get to it faster or something, but I definitely saw some people being like, Dunkin' Donuts has pumpkin spice, but then other people were like, it's not as good, and, (laughs) Hmm. um, and we're not really Dunkin' Donuts coffee drinkers, though, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I tend to prefer the Starbucks coffee anyway.
0: Yeah, an atmosphere. and...
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just more of like. It's
0: like styrofoam cups at Dunkin' Donuts, and it's just. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't really care for styrofoam. I mean, it's just kind of like, sorry, the earth. But, you know. Not that Starbucks cups are that much better for the earth.
0: I think they're a little better than styrofoam, right? I mean.
1: Although, I did see some disturbing thing recently about how they're hard to recycle or something. Mm. So, I'm not really sure about that one, but.
0: Now I feel (laughs) even (laughs) worse.
1: I know.
2: I mean, fortunately, reusable
1: cups do exist, so there there is a workaround for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I also tried, you know what I tried recently that was good? Surprisingly really good. It was a pumpkin spice flavored Greek yogurt. I, see, normally I just buy um, like a plain Greek yogurt, mm-hmm. but when we were at the store, they didn't have the kind I normally buy, and I really wanted some yogurt, and... I sort of panicked and I saw that there was a pumpkin spice one and it had a really cute package with like a pumpkin on it And it looked good. So I bought mm-hmm. it and I actually thought it was so good. I really want some more.
0: Hmm you get some.
1: Yeah, I mean it was kind of like, you know, like pumpkin pie or something, which I'm obsessed with Can't wait to have some pumpkin pie this year
0: Yeah, but it, as we've ta- I think we've talked about before a pump- good pumpkin pie is hard to find
1: It is well and see, I don't know if it's just that I've become more discerning or that places have just become worse because I remember being younger, like being a kid, or not like a little kid, but like when I was in college or something, I remember a couple times when I randomly bought pumpkin pie from the grocery store and I remember it being fine. But now I feel like a lot of the grocery store pumpkin pies are
2: like, ick. Mm-hmm. Um...
0: We got a really good
1: grocery store pumpkin pie from Whole Foods last year. We were talking about pumpkin pie, which I think we can all agree is delicious. Unless you're one of those weirdos that hates pumpkin pie, and I think there are those people out there.
0: Why would you hate pumpkin pie?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a texture issue, or maybe you just hate things that taste like delicious, wonderful fall and Thanksgiving, or I don't know know What the deal is. Um, that is a good segue into talking about fall fashions, though, because, um, there is a onesie I was debating getting for Emerald today. It was, I think, for, like, Thanksgiving. It was a kind of a pumpkin pie-colored long sleeve onesie, and it said, I'm just here for the pie, Mm
2: -hmm. and it had,
1: like, a little kind of an embroidered whipped cream puff kind of on top of the lettering, Mm -hmm. and I was kind of debating getting it because, okay, I love pumpkin pie, and it would be really funny for Thanksgiving, But at the same time, I thought, is that kind of rude? Mm. Because it's like, isn't Thanksgiving supposed to be like a time to gather with family and friends and all that, and you're Mm. like, I'm just here for the pot. Like, it's funny, but it's also like maybe a little bit rude, and I hate rude children's clothing.
0: (laughs) Go on. (laughs) What else?
1: (laughs) What else do I hate, or?
0: (laughs) No, not in general, just like with children's
1: clothing and rudeness. like, a little girl's shirt that says, like, diva or something, like, kind of, like, in the same vein that you would be like, I'm a brat or, like, you know, I just, I don't like that kind of thing or, like, or, like, you've, surely you've seen those shirts that say, like, I'm cute, mommy's beautiful, daddy's lucky. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, that's sort of funny, but isn't that kind of, like, a slam against the dad, too? Honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like basically saying, Daddy, you're ugly, ha ha ha, it's a joke. Like, (laughs) I mean, like... From
0: the makers of birthday cards that say, ha ha, you're gonna die, comes...
1: But yes, from the makers of ha ha, you're gonna die, birthday cards, comes, like, the mean Mm -hmm. shirts. Um, Although I did think that that shirt would be kind of funny, too, because she won't even really be old enough to eat pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. So it's kind of, like, obviously a joke.
0: Yes, obviously, but still I was like a little bit
1: on the line about it It was like only four dollars though So I was like mm-hmm. maybe because of the Labor Day sales. Because There's all those, you know, clothing mm. sales going on because mm-hmm. it's funny that Labor Day, you know is a Day when we're having all these sales of course as we've ta- as I think we've talked about before people will make a sale out of anything But yes. it's kind of funny for there to be a Labor Day sale because it's like probably more work for the employees
0: mm-hmm.
1: When, on a yep. day when maybe there should be less work for them or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Labor Day comes from the labor movement, which, you know, obviously is the reason we have no child labor and a weekend and workers' comp and unions and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of antithetical to the whole spirit of the thing. But.
1: Yeah, although I feel like people really... Sometimes celebrate holidays in inappropriate ways. I mean, especially around here. I think we talked about this possibly for a different holiday, but around here, people will set up fireworks for anything. Like, people have been setting off fireworks all weekend long here.
0: I saw at Connor Prairie when I was coming home the other night that they were setting them off there, like a big fireworks show, like as big as like 4th of July it looked like.
1: And I mean, I guess that's okay because it's like we're celebrating, yes, but... On the other hand, I just kind of want them all to be quiet because I have, like, a toddler and an infant and, like, a dog. Going back to fall fashions, pumpkin pie bodysuit. Um.
2: All
1: right, so, yeah, as we were saying, it's a little on the line. Is it rude? Is it not rude? Um... I am definitely, like, a sucker for holiday-themed clothing. Well, specifically for children. Like, I don't really own many holiday-themed clothing for, as an adult, but, like, I love buying holiday-themed clothes for my kids. Um, so, like, today, when I thought about but did not buy that bodysuit, I also thought about several of my first little outfits. There was my first Halloween. There was a whole series I could have gotten. So we could have my first Halloween <laughs> And then there was a My First Thanksgiving and My First Christmas. Each one of these is like a little set with like a onesie and some kind of pants with like something on the butt. Like the Thanksgiving one has like a turkey on the butt. Very Mm -hmm. cute. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Especially if you have like a crawler. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I did buy is I bought a shirt for the captain with some bats on it.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Very excited about that. And I bought something for Emerald that I think is going to be possibly her halloween costume
0: but i have a beef about that because i think they make too much my first and i don't make hardly any my second my third my fourth because honestly like as much as i love little babies like our uh, emerald Gemerald here i i do think that it is also fun to have older children at holidays because they can actually appreciate them more like i feel like his like third you know last year halloween was Yeah. Amazing. Exactly. Like that that was was much better than the first Halloween.
1: I mean, his first Halloween, we pretty much, like, kind of propped him up with some pumpkins and took a cute picture. Mm -hmm. Um, And we took him to a pumpkin patch, which I'm sure he doesn't remember going to. And it was, like, windy, and we were worried that he was going to be chilled to the bone, and he was, like, (laughs) small, and and then we drove away. You know, and that was, like, you know, it's a nice, you know, memory to be like, we did something for his first Halloween. And his second Halloween, I think, you know, was a little more happening, but... Really, last year's Halloween was when it felt like, you know, it was all happening.
0: You want to describe his whole situation?
1: <laughs> well, okay. First of all, I guess costume-wise, I made him a spider costume. I'm so proud of myself for making this costume. costume. Yeah, it had like, I made it out of a black sweatshirt and I put a bunch of eyes on the do hood. Do this on
0: your blog somewhere?
1: I think I do. I have pictures on my blog.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. There were eyes on the hood, a bunch of big googly eyes, and I made him some um, extra arms that were attached with strings to his arms so they would kind of move with him, and he loved it. He was having so much fun, and he had one of those classic styles. I debated, you know, what kind of thing he should have to trick or treat with because there's lots of cute options available, but we went with just the classic orange plastic pumpkin, and he was having a ball just, like, swinging that around. He was saying, candy, oh, candy, (laughs) candy. Definitely. And you know, and we told him to wait until we got home, but he definitely, some like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he definitely was, snarfled some candy, like
0: definitely snarfled some candy.
1: You look away and then suddenly there's like a Kit Kat in someone's mouth, you know. <laughs> and then <Yeah. laughs> do you remember when he took all the candies from that one that one oh, yeah. gentleman?
0: There was a, a gentleman who I don't believe English was his first language, but um he went up to his uh, his door and and we did the whole trick or treat thing and and he came out and you know he gave he gave him like the one piece of candy but he like set the bowl kind of like near us and then he kind of took that as a sign that he should just take more and the guy instead of being and I I appreciate this because it was it could have been an awkward moment where well, it's like your kid, kid you know? your kid is some, like reaching stuff for being more or whatever. more candy than he actually meant to give him. Uh, he was like, because he was so, I assume, so cute, uh, <laughs> he overwhelmed him with his cuteness. And he was like, yes, you've got to sometimes just take things inside. <laughs> like, he was very excited about the fact that he was just grabbing for going for it.
1: Well, and, and, and I and, think you know. I think that speaks to one of the things that made her or so fun. Like... When else do you just kind of go out in, like, a community? Like, we're just in a neighborhood.
0: We didn't live in this neighborhood. No,
1: I mean, it was just a neighborhood near us that looked it like... It out good, great. You know, it I had, thought. like, sidewalks and everything. Yeah. But when else do you just go from house to house... And just encounter people that are just living in their houses and just in like good naturedly like people having so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was impressed by how many people we saw that were having like a tailgating type of situation, like people in these neighborhoods that have the cul-de-sacs. Mm-hmm. It was like everybody in the cul-de-sac would be out there having a bonfire, and there was like food and candy and stuff. And they were always inviting us. They're like, "Oh, do you want a drink? Do you want to stay for some food?" Like it's just you know it's kind of nice and a rare time when you can just really get out there and interact with people in such a like positive, happy way.
0: That's a good point. Definitely.
1: And you said that you had never been trick-or-treating before.
0: Well, I don't want to say that. I, I will say that trick-or-treating mainly consisted of going to people's houses that we already knew. And since we lived in the country, you know, we would kind of drive all in a group over to other people's houses who were also in the country. So you
1: went to, like, six people's houses yeah, exactly. that were, like, friends of your parents. and Yeah. Hopefully they were expecting you, otherwise they had to, like, scramble around for some change in, like, a banana or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well... <laughs> I don't want to disparage any of them in case they're listening. <laughs> well, but. no,
1: I'm only thinking of that because I do remember one time... Um, we lived in the country, too, and I do remember one time some friends of ours' family showed up to, like, randomly trick-or-treat at our house... And of course, we weren't ready and my mom was like scrounging around and I think she did give them like some change and maybe like some fruit from the fruit bowl You know, And it was kind of like sorry guys.
0: Yeah, definitely But anyway that that was more what that was because like, you know, when you're rural, you know You can't really go on the like block to block, but I mean where we went where, where we live now is like a suburban you know, kind of—it's of
1: kind of like the ultimate
0: suburban area, really. Bedroom community, <laughs> yeah, you know, situation. So it's like kind of the perfect place for something like trick or treating. Really,
1: it's like nice sidewalks yeah. leading to like. Nice houses, you know, not a scary area where you're like afraid you're going to be, you know, abducted or whatever. I mean, of course, you always have to be careful wherever you
0: are. Danger lurks everywhere.
1: But still, at least there's like nice sidewalks and everything like you feel like you can go around. And there's so many families that live here. And I think that's what really helps the atmosphere is that Mm -hmm. there's so many families living here that you're out there with like tons of other people. Mm -hmm. And that really makes the trick-or-treating so fun too to see the other costumes. Like I remember last year, I think my favorite family had a wagon and we had our wagon with us too, but we just didn't decorate it or anything. Mm-hmm. But this family had decorated their wagon to be like the Ghostbuster mobile. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of the car the Ghostbusters drive? The Ghost Whatever the vehicle uh, that the Ghostbusters drives. I know I had it was it, it,
0: so I'm I'm embarrassed that I don't know the Was it like name, a Hearse or something
1: that they had modified?
0: Or in the movie and I believe also in the cartoon. But I didn't
1: know if there was an official name for it. But anyway, the vehicle that the Ghostbuster drive, we all know what it looks like. Yes. Anyway, they had made their, wa- they had dressed their wagon up as that, and then the mom was dressed as a Ghostbuster, and the little girl was dressed as, like, you know, the big marshmallow man. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, like, just winning. That was such a winning costume combination, <laughs> which, is- I love family costumes, and I don't know if we're going to do a group costume this year, but I, one year, I'm going to make this happen for us.
0: Do you want to talk about failed family costumes well
1: it's not really failed like a failed (laughs) failed kind of yes failed failed and blinded that we like tried to put this together and things went like terribly wrong we
0: failed to bring it to reality though
1: it's more that we think about these things and we haven't actually put it together yet and i have some really good ideas um oh it's really good do you want any more i actually do this is so good this might be my favorite pumpkin beer oh good but, no, I've always, like, liked the idea. Like, I think the ultimate family costuming group, I would have to say, would be, um, Neil Patrick Harris and his husband and their two children. I mean, if anyone's interested, they should just, like, look this up on, like, Google or Instagram or something. They have really killed it in the, like, family group postuming. Of course, they have the resources to, really put a situation together. <laughs> It's harder when you're like, you know, because usually I feel like we've kind of concentrated our efforts on, you know, the captain and now, you know, both the captain and Emerald. And then usually you and me are kind of just throwing together whatever we can towards the end, you know. I'll probably be falling back in my standard fallback witch costume. (laughs) I already own a lot of black clothing. I just have to get a hat. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you've often been a vampire. It's very easy just to get some teeth.
0: <laughs> I, also, I also have, like, a widow's peak hairline, so it really helps with the, you know, and overall are, look.
1: Yes, and there are vampires from all walks of life, so you don't even necessarily have to wear any sort of a clothing costume. You can just be, like, a guy from, like, 2017. I'm also
0: very white, became, so that helps. Sure, sure.
1: Although you do have freckles, which I feel like a vampire wouldn't have freckles, because that's, like, from the sun... Mm-hmm. We really need to like more powder powder. I think you if you had like, uh, yeah. freckles
0: before you were a bit you would be free Don't you freeze whatever you looked like? And that's and a that's- good point. Yes
1: Although I think if you lived for like hundreds of years eventually I think your skin would just become paper paper white just from kind of Never going out in the Sun and just you know yeah, sands true. of time or whatever mm-hmm. um, But I am excited to have two small people to costume this year I'd like to think of a coordinated costume for them, but I'm not sure if it's going to happen because I think the captain is getting old enough that he's starting to have more of an opinion about what he wants to be. I mean, last year, I pretty much just decided he was going to be a spider. And I did decide it knowing that it would be super fun for him, but it was definitely just me being kind of like, you a spider, and he was like, okay, you know. Whereas this year, I think he more might have, like, a very strong opinion about what he wants to be, probably, like, Batman or something. So... We're going to have to see what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. He did try to convince me to buy this small sort of tutu Batman costume for his baby sister. Remember that thing we saw in the store? It was amazing. Yes. It was like kind of sparkly bat shirt on top. Kind of like multicolored tulle skirt on the bottom.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: he saw it from like across the store and he was like, this is a costume for baby sister.
0: Mm-hmm. But As we talked about, he loves Batman.
1: He does, and he's very generous. He definitely thinks that they could both be Batman.
0: But do you want to talk about? I don't. I don't. Are you, I don't want to switch away if you were not done talking. But like, did you want to talk about your uh, dislike for uh, corporate I, logo sure. branded costumes?
1: Yes, I do want
2: to talk about that. Okay.
1: Well, it's probably it's probably somewhat related to. I'm generally, for the most part, and there's exceptions, but. In general, I'm hesitant to... Even for normal clothes, I don't really like to buy clothes that have, like, characters on them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I don't... Like, a lot... There, there's so many children's clothing available that have, like, Curious George or Thomas or, like, something like that on them, and I don't buy that stuff because I just... It's not my taste.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I just don't think it looks... I just don't think it looks, like, the most amazing. And it's fine. Like, I see other kids wearing that stuff, and I don't, like, throw any shade at it. Like, you know, I'm sure they like it. But... <laughs> It's just not really what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made, you know, a few exceptions now and then, but just in general, that's my feeling. And I kind of extend that to costumes, too. Like, I really prefer Halloween costumes that are not, like, a character. I'd rather it be, or, like, a character from a book or a character where you've constructed the costume. But I don't really like just, like, when you buy a costume that's, like, of, like, somebody from, like you know, your favorite cartoon or
0: something. I have to, I have to interject and say that one of my favorite Twitter accounts is uh, bootleg stuff. And it's just pictures of like cheap knockoffs of actual copyrighted things. And the, the really the richest uh, category of, of knockoffs for them material wise is the Halloween costume industry. Oh, I bet. <laughs> oh yeah. Because it's like picture obviously of an Oompa Loompa costume. <laughs> And the description will say, factory worker.
2: <laughs> yes. No, I mean, that's pretty hilarious. It's really just,
1: you know.
0: It's just stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, which, I mean, anyway,
1: I feel like there's... You're, you're walking into a minefield if you're trying to, like, get a new Bloopo costume anyway, so you probably should just not come up with a different idea. But, um... <laughs> but no, I mean... And, but beyond just my taste of not wanting to be, like, a thing from, like, a TV show or something as the costume, I feel like a lot of the, those Halloween costumes are just very poorly made and, like, very expensive for, like, the low level of quality. hmm Like, I feel like some of those costumes, while technically being made out of cloth, it's like there's a thin line between cloth and just like plastic or even like possibly some kind of like a paper infused with a little bit of plastic like i feel like it's like one of my favorite costumes that we've done um i think it was for his second halloween for the captain we did a firefighter costume mm-hmm. and i loved that it's a
2: firefighter costume
1: Yeah, and I loved that the firefighter hat was something that he could continue using. Like he still uses it to play dress up, and I I still use it to play dress up. That's right, and so we there's so much more use to that costume than just for that one night, even though it was a great costume, and he had it like
0: Captain. Are you watching Curious George?
1: And the firefighter jacket that we got for him was actually, like, a raincoat, so it was, like, a functioning jacket, not just something that we throw away or that, like, probably rips by the end of the night. So I love that. Like, I love costumes that are, like, something durable that could either be used as clothing or even just, like, play clothes going on. I just – I don't like these branded costumes and it's, like, you're supposed to pay $60 for something that's, like, not even going to fit your child right, like, on Halloween – And it's definitely not going to, like, live any longer than Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, for one night only, you can kind of be, like, the suggestion of a Ninja Turtle or something.
0: Yes. Like, there's that old Jerry Seinfeld bit about the Superman costume, and it's, like, not the super fit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, they never fit right, and it's just, I don't like that.
0: I I love when uh, part of these costumes is supposed to be human flesh. You know what I mean? Like, they either do, like, an outline on top of the thing you're wearing, like, of, like, a person. Of, like, muscles. Of, like, muscles or whatever. Or they try to suggest that the entire vinyl thing that you're wearing over your body is actually human flesh. And then it's, like, horrific.
2: Well, I remember,
1: I don't remember if this was last Halloween or when this was, but it was somewhat recently. I remember there was some, um... Kind of controversy about a yeah. costume that Disney had come out with that was for from Moana, um, and was it was it the
0: rock character. Yes,
1: it was the Maui, mm. and I think the problem with it was that he is an ethnic, to, for lack of a better word, he's you know not a white person.
2: Mm.
1: Um, but a big part of the costume is that he's covered in tattoos, so most of the costume was just sort of this like suit with tattoos, and so people were kind of feeling that it was, like, maybe teetering too close to blackface, because part of their costume is just the character's skin, and they're, like, maybe a different skin color than the person wearing it, and it was just very on the line, and some people were upset about it. and
0: Yeah, I, I imagine that whoever greenlighted that at Disney or wherever probably... Wasn't thinking as deeply about it as they did, you know. No, even if they were racist, I don't think they were like consciously racist. I think they're probably more likely just like they were more likely just yeah. Racist. I mean, I think like, they were
1: probably it's just, like, like,
0: just like more like a passive crime and more than an active crime, you know?
1: So, yeah, I mean, because it was like a big part of the character. It's still is wrong. His you still shouldn't yeah. wear somebody and as a costume. Yeah, as, no, like, it's their like their flesh. Like
0: that's a little weird.
1: Well, it's weird, but it poses a problem because it's like generally a costume of someone is just like you, however you look, wearing the clothes that that person would wear. But this is a situation where the person was mostly not clothed, but was covered in tattoos. And so, you know, it was it was, it was probably a costuming a fail. It was
2: covered in Captain, tattoos? Captain,
0: are you watching Curious George? Yes.
1: So yeah, it was a costuming fail for sure, but, you know.
0: Yes, definitely. Mulan didn't have any, did it?
1: Mulan was so long ago, I don't even know what happened with that. Mulan has sort of fallen out of favor. You never see Mulan merchandise available anymore.
0: I think, like, it's been retroactively deemed racist or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, well, you know what really should be, like, retroactively deemed racist is that horrible Pocahontas movie. That movie should just be, like, no. (laughs) (laughs) But it is unfortunate because I think there is a struggle for people who want to embrace Disney princesses of various colors and you know It's hard when The movies about those ones have some very questionable elements
0: Yeah, I mean over here just trying to paint with all the colors of the wind and next thing you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know it's, it's all gone terribly wrong
0: <laughs> Yeah, well,
1: but they I think they never should have made that into a movie though because I mean the whole story of pocahontas and john smith the actual what we know about that history is like so very dark that it's hard to turn that into a lighthearted film I was <laughs> like she like kind
0: of a low-key slave I yeah mean. i
1: mean she was like 13 or something yeah she and, can't like, make
0: decisions for herself at and time i think
1: so she was basically like an underage slave that was yeah so it's that would be a time to maybe just take a pass on making a film about that because it's not going to come out right
0: yeah. But anyway,
1: yeah. Going back to let's go back to Halloween we've, we've taken we've taken
0: a turn. But I do think Pocahontas is kind of a fall movie.
1: It is. I, I mean, there I remember, remember some leaves blowing in the wind in yeah, that film. A lot of wind. Maybe yes. But let's do talk about fall movies mm. because we're starting our fall movie watching. I think we're gonna start you know either tonight or sometime in the next couple days. Yes. Another movie
0: sign. Yes. And
1: I think we've decided that for September, we're going to go for movies that are just sort of a general fall or fall feeling to us. And then October, we can't concentrate more on really like Halloween slash scary. And then November, you know, Thanksgiving, obviously, it kind of, you
0: know, mm-hmm. it's kind
1: of pretty much self-explanatory. So I think we decided we're kicking it off with um, Cruel Intentions.
0: Now, that's kind of a school related movie, so maybe you know, I I feel like that kinda gives a lot of movies a fall theme by default because that back to school feeling. The back to school feeling is very fall feeling.
1: Yes, especially for like September. It's a very labor. And then you're in a Walmart
0: in Michigan and you're pulling a gun over some school (laughs) supplies.
1: School supplies are such a fraught issue, I think. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I never
0: thought about that.
1: Well, it's, I think it's a case... If people
0: wait for the last minute, they don't think ahead.
1: But they don't I also, have anything at
0: home, and they're like, oh my god.
1: But I also feel like... I'm frankly very irritated when people complain about having to buy school supplies. Like, on the one hand, I understand that it can be a hardship for some families, and I'm not irritated by people that are just legitimately struggling and, like, trying to figure out how they're going to afford the school supplies. I'm irritated by just the general spirit of people who think that public schools should be totally, totally free and resent having to invest in just even a small number of supplies for their children.
0: Yeah, it's really irritating.
1: It's like we are lucky, those of us that live anywhere near a decent school district and who want to send our children to school, we're lucky that we have that available to us.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, it's the same reason these, like, charter schools or whatever aren't, like, an answer to, like, public schools because, yeah, they might be good for, like, the kids that go there, but that is not going to be able to serve the mass majority of people. The reason we have public schools is because we can't do that. It's, like, yes, it's, like, fun when you can, like, have these schools where it's, like, they get these hands-on activities and they're making, you know... But
1: there should be, like, a good option for just anyone... Yeah. Just so that the general public can why have sh- access only some to, people like, get that? a level, like, a certain level of edu- education.
0: You should want to make public schools better, then, if that's what you're trying to accomplish.
1: No, because, I mean, we want our population to be educated. And the way to achieve that is to offer a decent option that, you know, any child can, you know, mm-hmm. be welcome to attend.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: Um... But, yeah, people are are crazy about the school supplies. It's like...
0: It is crazy. Just...
1: Yeah, I know. Now, what exactly started that fight? Because, I mean, can you want to give backstory on what we're referring to for anyone that didn't see this item in the news?
0: Anyway, a Walmart in Michigan uh, had a back-to-school sale. And things got... It was a crowded store. Things were getting heated. People had, like, long lists they were trying to fill for their classrooms, you know. There was one notebook left on the shelf. One. There was a dispute. Some some team members were called in. I don't know if Walmart employees are called team members. I worked at Target in college. That was what we were called team members. I don't I don't don't know if uh, Walmart's quite that collegial. (laughs) It's a little more doggy dog, I think. Because it was funny because like when when what I'm about to describe happened. Uh, the uh, the Walmart employee closest to the camera just kind of like whoa, turn to walk the other way. He's like nope, 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 nope.
1: And I don't blame them for that though, because I mean, <laughs> if I worked at Walmart, I certainly want to I'm risk my dying. life. I'm not going to risk dying my for life, Walmart, or I or don't want to be the person Walmart. that was crushed in the no, mob. No. You know,
0: I'm not going to be a hero in that case. Um, but
1: anyway, there's one notebook on the shelf. One
0: notebook, two moms. It's it's an ugly scene. There's words exchanged. Employees have been called. A, a crowd has formed. And then things just take a turn when a licensed concealed carrier uh, one of the moms pulls out and just points at her and you know that she she draws down on this woman in the middle of Walmart
1: and that is I mean I think we can all agree she was white
0: by the way I'd like to point that out she didn't get shot
1: and however you feel about whether people should be concealed carrying at the Walmart or not I think we can all agree that that was an incorrect use of the firearm. I think it
0: was an overreaction.
1: <laughs> it was an overreaction. Overreaction.
0: Um, because, first of all, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to begin, but, yeah you're, yeah, you're making everybody who doesn't do that and concealed carries look bad because you've done this over school supplies. But, yes, people get crazy with the school supplies.
1: Yeah, it's just, you know... Back to school and people wait till the last minute and then they panic and then they freak out and then there's a sale Do not
0: have a notepad in your house
1: (laughs) or I mean, I think the issue though is that There are very specific supplies that you have to get for the classroom And I think that you know, it's frowned upon if you don't bring the supplies from the list But there are other stores like I'm sure they could have just driven to like not the Walmart or something Or just been one of the people that shows up without supplies and is like, sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know, I mean that happens
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Um, but school supplies, I think always, there is a sort of an optimistic side to school supplies. Like
0: I love getting school supplies. Oh,
1: my gosh. Just the empty notebooks just waiting to be filled and all like the new pens and pencils. Oh, yeah. So exciting. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about school supplies? Oh, they're great. Yes, love them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... But going back to our fall movies, um, so, yeah, we've got Cruel Intentions. We only have, you know, we're realistically probably only going to watch a couple movies every month because, you know, we do have young children and all that. So we're trying to just really think what's the best thing. And so after Cruel Intentions, I'm not sure that we have our next film lined up, do we?
0: Not really. I think I think it it's probably going to be another school movie. You know what movie, I, I think I told you this, but, like, School Ties. I haven't thought yeah. about that movie in a long time, but I think that's a good movie, and I think we should watch that in the fall.
1: Very, like, school-centric.
0: Yes. Also, anti-Semitic.
1: Yeah, that was a little were some <laughs> issues going on with that. Um, what is that movie? What's the name? I'm blanking on the name of the movie. I have a movie on VHS. It's, like, Misha Barton is in it, and it's at a boarding school, and it's about lesbians. I think Piper Purbo is maybe the other lesbian.
0: It wouldn't be... The cheerleader movie. Literally. No,
1: it's not but I'm a cheerleader. No, it's like it's like a lesser-known movie I'm trying to think of the name of this movie. You know what I'm talking about, right? Misha Barton It's like Misha Barton and Piper Pirabo and like somebody else they're at a boarding What's Piper f-
0: Pirabo, huh?
1: I don't know I just her name is just very catchy. <laughs> yeah,
0: I agree
1: maybe she was in like some show that we didn't watch or something hmm. but I, so one of the, She's one of those people, like, I feel like I'm supposed to know who she is, but I honestly just know her from that one strange movie I'm trying to remember the name of. Anyway, it's like a s- schoolgirls, you know, like, they've got, like, uniforms and everything type kind of movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no, I love a good school movie.
0: Well, I mean, I guess I'm thinking of a lot of, like, boarding school movies.
1: Yes, well, I'm thinking of, like... Remember
0: that PS2 game, Bully? Bully?
1: Oh, I love that game. If I ever in my life have time to play video games again, I'll probably get whatever the, you know, bully version number 16 or whatever that will be out there. 2K17? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would play that again. That game was so fun.
0: And that was set at a boarding school.
1: But I've always enjoyed, like, things set at boarding schools. Like, that sort of, like, like there's a lot of literature that I've really liked that's set at boarding schools. Like, it's that sort of... I
0: feel I'm, like I would have done well at a boarding school.
1: I think so too, and of course this is just a fantasy, you know. But maybe it's always a
0: fantasy. I mean, anyone that's like been to boarding school is probably, probably like, like you know. rolling their eyes right now at, at us. But like, it seems so like idyllic in certain ways.
1: Yeah, like I think it would be. I mean, it could be terrible because like it yes. could just be if like it's if bad.
0: You're, you're trapped there.
1: and You're just like you're at school all the time. And but if it works like out, you're
0: like you know you're really living. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I would respond well to, like, the uniforms and, like, I, I think I would like to go to a boarding school where there's horseback riding. That would definitely be part of my boarding school fantasy. Also, in my fantasy, I'm actually good at sports and could be on some kind of, like, like a field hockey team or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> There's some magical realism.
1: Well, I mean, we're already in a fantasy universe where I'm at boarding schools, and why not just keep going? (laughs) 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 But I like to think that if I'd been going to boarding school for many years, maybe I would be good at different things that I didn't have an opportunity to excel at, you know, in my actual life.
0: Did you ever even try? No, you didn't. I
1: have never played field hockey. How do you I have zero idea even what the rules are. All I know is that you're wearing a skirt, and you're like in a field, but somehow there's like a hockey puck type of situation going on. Yeah, and you're running and you're hitting things, and it's kind of like lacrosse, but not. I
0: feel like I'm reading Wikipedia right now. This is, <laughs> this is brilliant. Yes,
1: I think I should write the Wikipedia entry <laughs> on this, and I should just feel like it's kind of like lacrosse, but not.
0: <laughs> and then other people will cite your work, disapprovingly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, disapprovingly,
0: yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but this makes me want to watch Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl has some I've great. Never
0: said that in my life.
1: I love that show. And *Gossip Girl has some really great
0: Do you think of, of that as an episodes. autumnal show?
2: Well, It's, not, a new, it's
0: set in it's New York City. It's set in New York City, which, so is, really, which is a great a city for the autumn. It's a city, yes. North Atlantic, you and it, know. And it
1: has some great episodes. Like, it has a great Thanksgiving episodes. Um... And it has, the reason I thought of it is because it also does have people at, not a boarding school, but, you know, a prep school. And there's, like, the uniforms and the field hockey and all that going on.
0: But back to movies, uh, yeah. Um, back to movies, I think, uh, Dead Poet Society is another one I think of as a fall movie.
1: And I love that movie.
0: And also, not to leave even the Robin Williams orbit, uh... Goodwill Will Hunting.
1: Oh, of course, of course.
0: Another autumnal movie, I think.
1: I'm looking for something autumnal, but also not so, like, devastating, though.
0: Fall, as you well know, is the most contemplative of seasons.
1: Contemplative, but, like, we can still have fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess those are pretty heavy, heavy things, but, um...
1: They're very heavy, um... I think, though, once we move into October, I have a lot of ideas for what we can be watching.
0: October is the fall?
1: Yes, but as, as we were saying, though, for September, we're watching more of the general fall-slash-school type of movies. October, we're going more into the Halloween-slash-scary season. Hmm. Um, every year...
0: So September's not quite as spooky?
1: Exactly. And then November, we're reserving for Thanksgiving films. Hmm. We had, like, a whole conversation where we are in this round. <laughs> do, do you not remember when we decided this?
0: I mean, some people might just be tuning in for the first time.
1: Um, yes. No, but I'm saying you and me had a whole conversation where we... Yes, I and, I and um,
0: I... Want but I watch... But I say certain things in the show for the benefit of the people listening, <laughs> you realize. Yes. <laughs> I, can I watch with you. And I want to watch you?
1: Um... But for October, I'm always watching Trick-or-Treat, as you know.
0: You're always watching the movie Trick-or-Treat?
1: Yes, the movie Trick-or-Treat is amazing, and I'm so excited to watch it again this year.
0: Yeah, I like that movie a lot. Who's the, like, uh, dad or whatever?
1: Um, it's one of those actors that's like, in, I'm sure he's on one of those lists of like that guy. Who's that guy? Like, you know him, but you just don't know his name. Character actor. Yes. Uh, Anna Paquin's in that. Love her. Trick or Treat is such a good movie. Um
0: yeah. I've, I've grown to like it more and more since you've made me watch it. I always like watching The Treehouse of Horror. Yes. I,
1: I always like watching The Craft.
0: Again, and something I've never said.
1: There's a perfect bridge though between our like September school movies and our October oh, yeah. Halloween movies because it what's, is. What's
0: her name? What's her name? Nev
1: Campbell? No. Fra- it's like mm-hmm. Ferruzia Bialik or something like yeah. that.
0: She's what? Oh, sorry. When, what, uh, I her name? Yeah. Where's that? she from?
1: Okay. So what you're talking about? You're referring to the main girl. In- Not the main girl in the craft, but she's the one of the witches, and she's kind of... This just is very intense. Like, she has the most d- distinct face. It's like she has these very distinct eyes, but there's also something really weird about her mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. She's just
1: a very distinct character, and in the craft, for anyone who hasn't seen it before, she plays a witch, and she just plays it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um... There keep being rumors that they're going to remake the craft, but they really better not, because there's no way they could ever cast anyone better
0: than her. Why would you do that?
1: I don't know. And it has Nev Campbell in it, and that was, like, so of it's time to have Nev Campbell be the person in your movie.
0: Mm-hmm. If any time was the time. Yes. Well, what other September movies are there?
1: Well, I mean, honestly, the reason I sort of steered towards October is because I'm... I know that there are more September movies out there, and I'm having trouble thinking of them. Um, Solstice?
0: Does that help at all?
1: Are there any solstice movies that you can, like, recall? No, there are not. Um, But going back to October, a season that's much more rich with things to watch.
0: We're just skipping past the rest of the month?
1: Well, I'm willing to, you know, if any of your listeners want to, like, is there a way for people to comment on the podcast? Of course. Well,. I think we should invite people to comment with suggestions of films that we can watch. Either for September, October, or November.
0: I'm listening. Um, I'll, I'll put something up.
1: And also TV show episodes, too, because, you know, we do enjoy another thing for October. Of course, there's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And then there's also several episodes of The Office that we always like to watch.
0: Well, TV shows are always an interesting one because... There's certain holidays that every TV show does kind of as a rule only because TV shows in general are on TV for those holidays.
1: And they're generally kind of ramping up. Like, I feel like especially it's like your season has just kind of started as the show. And you're trying to, like, even maybe grab some new viewers and everyone's excited for the holiday. But here's another interesting thing that just occurred to me about Halloween-themed TV shows. Mm Mm-hmm. It is one area where shows will often sometimes that are normally set very much in just, like, reality or whatever, Mm -hmm. feel they're able to have, like, a little bit of some sort of magical something happen or, you know, something like that. Like, I've seen several shows where it's, like, the whole show is generally just normal, but then suddenly on the Halloween episode there will, like, be like, but was there really a ghost or something? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's exciting, though.
0: Yeah. I definitely. love
1: seeing what shows can come up with for Halloween.
0: Definitely. I'm saying there's not a lot of July 4th episodes of shows.
1: No, I mean, they're never on the air. And, like, what would you do anyway? Just everyone's going to a July 4th party now. Like, <laughs> Halloween, just there's so much more you can do for you know, yes. sort of a fall. And then Thanksgiving, there's a lot of Thanksgiving TV shows, too.
2: Yes.
1: Um, like, obviously, there's Friends.
0: First they always had their... Too.
1: Well, it's sort of traditional turkey for us to head. watch all the Thanksgiving episodes.
0: Joey gets the turkey stuck on his head.
1: And see, my favorite Friends Thanksgiving episode is the one where they all talk about like their worst Thanksgivings in mm. the past. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I think that is maybe the turkey on the head. Was that Joey's worst Thanksgiving when he got the turkey on head? No, I think he, that
0: was like the plot of the entire episode. I mean. Okay. Okay, somehow, so. <laughs> it, somehow it lasted for twenty two minutes. I
2: don't
1: I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like all the I like all the worst Thanksgivings because you get like the flashback to you know Monica and Chandler at like a different time, and of course Phoebe's is just like set in like actually a different time period, and just you know, um. And there are some good Thanksgiving movies to watch too. Mm-hmm. And the Thanksgiving foods, I have to say that this so even though. I love being pregnant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm really excited to not be pregnant this fall.
0: It is exciting. I mean, it's different for you because I feel like, you know, a couple of the last falls, you have been pregnant.
1: And, okay, like,
2: the thing is that
1: I feel like in the fall, there's a lot of, like, eating and drinking. And sometimes being pregnant compromises both Well, secretly
0: pregnant, too. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Yes, well, okay, last year... Talk about being
0: secretly pregnant in the fall.
1: Well, I mean, secretly implies that it was, like... The eatinest,
0: drinkingest.
1: Yes, okay. ...time of year. Last year, I mean, I got pregnant, like, kind of at the very end of summer. So I was still in my first trimester, and we weren't really wanting to tell people yet. You know, through... And Halloween, you know... Since we didn't go to any, like, wild adult Halloween parties or anything, that was, like, easy enough to, like, you know, no one's, you know, none the wiser. But when it comes into, like, the Thanksgiving season, there's a lot of family events where there's a lot of eating, and generally there's drinking, too. And I was, you know, not really trying to have alcoholic beverages. And also feeling kind of queasy and not really wanting to eat as much as I normally might or of like the same foods that I normally would. And so not only was it, you know, it's a little bit like to me a little bit sad because there's certain, you know, foods and beverages that I look forward to having having for Thanksgiving, but also, you know, I felt more self-conscious about trying to, you know, Not wanting people to know that I was pregnant, but also, you know, thinking, like, they're obviously probably suspicious because, like, you know. At, like, a family Thanksgiving gathering, normally I would say yes if, like, somebody offered me, like, a glass of wine or something. So, it's, like, finding creative excuses to, like, be like, oh, no. I'll just, you know, maybe later.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
1: But, yes, because, yeah, it is, like, pretty much the eating is drinking this kind of year. Mm -hmm. So, when you're, like nauseous and like not trying to drink a bunch of alcohol it kind of you know, cuts down on things a little bit so i'm kind of excited to experience that side of the season this year that last year i wasn't really able to fully embrace
0: oh absolutely
1: what else did you want to talk about
0: well what else about fall
1: there's so much to say oh you know what else i'm excited for this fall Tell me. i have signed up for the fabfitfun subscription box talk and about
0: that and you switched away from...
1: Well, I had Ipsy for a long time, and I love Ipsy. That's a makeup subscription. Mm-hmm. That's basically just, like, you get, like, a couple little sample makeup products and maybe some full sizes. But mm-hmm. And I love that subscription, but I do have a lot of makeup at this point. I mean, you can never really have too much makeup, but I was ready to try something else. And I really wanted to do FabFitFun because that's more of a variety of full-size products, you know, like scarves and candles and makeup and, you know... So I think the idea is that there are some products that help you to be fab, some that help you be fit, and some that are fun, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, oh, I,
2: see where we're
1: going with this, yeah. Um. But I think that, and I've, I'm i a person that usually stocks those on um, websites where people review subscription boxes, and I generally think the autumn subscription boxes are the best of the seasonal subscriptions. Maybe just because I love overall autumn.
0: Overall or just fab too
1: I think overall. Hmm. Maybe that's partially just because I love autumn and I love like all the autumn things But I feel like generally there's just awesome stuff that comes. So I'm super excited to see what I get this year I have already
0: something tells me spring is probably like the skimpiest
1: I mean spring it's like I this guess you could, yeah, maybe something like some seed packets or like a rain,
0: like, like I was saying, like I was saying. Maybe an
1: umbrella, I don't oh. know. I like,
0: okay.
1: I there could be nice things. For, it's a little more vague, like what you should be going. Is spring anyone's favorite holiday?
0: That's interesting. I never thought about that.
1: It's not a bad Winter it's not a bad is a lot season. of people's
0: favorite holiday. Fall is definitely some people's favorite holiday. So I guess we're
1: saying holiday and we should be saying season, <laughs> but, um...
0: Well, but as we've talked about before, every season has one major holiday.
1: Yes, and spring. Well, I think the spring holiday. Easter. Yes, but I'm saying the spring holiday is kind of more. It's more spiritual, even though you could say that Christmas, for example, is very spiritual.
0: I think Easter is. Easter, I think, is much more Christians. To 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 actual Christians, I'm yes. not talking about people that are like the war on Christmas. I'm talking about people that are like actual Christians. Actual Christians deal with Easter way more than than Christmas.
1: Yes, but I'm saying that makes it sort of less. I'm not I'm not trying to say it's less fun, but I mean, as an adult, Easter is not quite as exciting. Like I think there are things to be super excited about, for example, for Christmas when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. But like. Easter, as far as, like, the fun aspect of, like, Easter egg hunting and Easter baskets, that's more for the kids, and most of the adult part of Easter is really more about, like, somber reflection and, like, you know, you're happy and everything, but, like, it's just, it's not such like, a, fun holiday. Like, there's not, like, a lot of, like, fun, like, you know, how, there's not, okay, here, here's what I'm trying to get at. I think this proves my point. There's not very many Easter movies. No, but okay, I guess I guess what I was driving at I think is proven by the fact that there are like no Easter movies. Mmm. Like there are lots of fun Christmas movies and like thing there's Halloween. even there there are Thanksgiving movies. Yes. When, when There's Easter- summer movies? Yeah, there's know. plenty of summer movies, Can but I'm I saying There are not any, like, Easter-specific films, other than, like, you know, maybe, like, a very religious, like, the Easter story (laughs) type of, like... Okay, now, my mom claims that she... Now, this is one of those things where, after the fact, someone claims that they knew something, and, like, I have my doubts. But anyway, she claims that she knew that someone must be pregnant last Thanksgiving, because we weren't at the Thanksgiving thing that we had with her. We weren't serving any alcohol but she was actually i think supposed to bring the beer and like forgot so
0: <laughs> that doesn't mean she was wrong
1: but of course now she would say that she didn't forget she just knew it shouldn't be there or something but i tried to tell her like even if someone was pregnant it's not like just because one person's pregnant they would be like i demand that no one can have any drinks
0: right. you know
2: what i mean but
1: she still claims that somehow she didn't.
0: yeah i mean it doesn't hurt oh back on i mean it doesn't hurt her case that there was no alcohol there and somebody was pregnant
1: (laughs) although apparently i mean so apparently we weren't hiding this very well though because i guess um my sister's boyfriend also guessed that i was pregnant not because of the alcohol why just because he said my boobs were huge oh well he told opal and see the thing is that i had told opal that i was pregnant but I sort of assumed that she would tell him just, you know, in the significant other loophole.
0: Do you want to explain the significant other loophole for the uninitiated?
1: The significant other loophole is just that if I tell someone something, I generally assume, even if it's like something that's like somewhat private, that they might tell their significant other. You know what I mean? So I generally wouldn't tell someone something that I wasn't theoretically comfortable with them telling their significant other. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, I assumed that she would, like, have told him that I was pregnant. But I guess she hadn't, because I guess she was not aware of the significant other loophole. Um, So, anyway. But, anyway, I guess, apparently, after Thanksgiving, he was like, I think your sister's pregnant again. And she was like, oh, maybe. (laughs) That is funny. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, so, apparently, we weren't hiding it too well. But we were still not able to... Experience all the splendors of Thanksgiving. So I'm excited to this year Not be nauseous and also to you know Partake of some Thanksgiving drinks. Are there any actual Thanksgiving specific drinks? I don't think there are hot toddy Isn't that more for like if you fall ill or
0: something. A lot of people fall ill in the fall (laughs) It's a prime prime season for it
1: I guess I just always think of, like, having a glass of wine while I eat like, my turkey dinner or something.
0: Red wine.
1: Or white wine to, like, go white with wine. the turkey. Yeah. I think white wine is more what's supposed to go with the turkey.
0: Birds, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I feel like I've had red wine at a Thanksgiving thing before.
1: I mean, I think usually if you're having a Thanksgiving thing, you would probably offer if both you're usually, kinds if of If you're
0: wine. having a thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, you should offer both kinds of wine because, I mean, let's face it, red wine is better than white wine and people might want to drink it, but... <laughs> Yeah. That's not always true. I appreciate white wine. I just think if I had to choose like I could have one last glass of wine, it would definitely be red.
0: <laughs> You're about to be blindfolded. <laughs> red or white, yes. <laughs> Make your <a> choice.
1: <laughs> just, I'm just <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such a hard situation.
1: <laughs> Although I do think when it comes to very cheap wine, in the kind of lower yes. tier of wines, you can find some surprisingly nice. drinkable white wines. Whereas drinkable. in that same tier of wines, often their red friends are not so good. Part of that might be though because the white wine is chilled. I think sometimes when you heavily chill something, that probably like makes it more drinkable. It
0: deads <laughs> a lot of the more offensive flavors. Yes,
1: whereas some of the very low tier red wines might just have some off flavors that cannot be hidden at room temperature.
0: No. Mm-hmm.
1: So tell me, Rob. Since I'm going to turn the tables on you now, what is your favorite part of fall?
0: cold um now that i'm an adult my favorite part of fall is that i get to see our children experience the splendors of the season
1: well i remember last year you said that halloween was like that was the best halloween you ever had and that was yeah. it was amazing like just watching our son just having so much fun well he
0: loves halloween
1: and just just but just That is, I mean, I think one of the advantages of having children is that you get to, like, kind of, it renews all the seasons for you. Like, Mm -hmm. things that had become kind of old hat for you, suddenly you see them through someone else's eyes and get to, and also you get to be the one that's making the season be so good for them. Like, not only did we kind of get to see it through his enjoyment of it, but we also got to be the people that were, like, making it be that enjoyable for him. Mm -hmm. And that was really nice.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, he just took to it like a fish, like, into water, so...
1: And he remembers now, like, he totally remembers last year, and he's very psyched for this year, so... Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to, um, I'm excited to dress Emerald up, although I feel like with a baby, I mean, like, she's so young, you know, she's not gonna be, like, I think even sitting up at that point yet, so, Mm -hmm. I mean, she's kind of soft and floppy, so... We're pretty much just, you know, trying to put together a soft and floppy costume for her to, like, you know, be comfortable in. Yeah. But it will be cute, hopefully.
0: Do you want to talk about the specifics?
1: Well, I think we decided she's going to be a little black cat, didn't we? Yes. I was a little bit annoyed, though, with how much, like... Because, I mean, I'm shopping in the girls' section of the, like, children's clothing stores for the first time now. For the
0: first time. The thing
1: is... It's always greener on the other side, because when, you know, whenever I only had a boy, I would sometimes, you know, look at the girls' section and be like, there's so many cute things over there, turn away. Mm -hmm. You know, because at that point, you know, you don't know if you're ever going to be shopping in that side of the store. But now that I'm shopping in that side of the store, there are some grievances that I have. Like what? Well, like, with the Halloween things, um, so many of the little girls' Halloween things are cat-themed. And that's, like sort of okay, because, I mean, you know, sure, we like cats, but, like, on the other hand, I don't like cats so much that I want her to wear a c- cat-specific-themed Halloween item every day. I would like more variety. Like, for example, on um, at Baby Gap, they have a three-pack of Halloween bodysuits, but two of the three suits are cat-themed, and then the other one just had, like, some, like, semi-spooky eyeballs on it or something, and I was just kind of not so sure how I felt about that. Like, I'm like I don't really need her to be a, like a cat every day, just like sometimes. But mm-hmm. like there are so many cat things, and I'd like to see just a few more like you know, cute but pretty monsters. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and here's a question though: Why is it that it seems that there's been a collective fashion decision that bats are the masculine Halloween animal and cats are the feminine Halloween animal? Like, there's lots of bat-specific things for little boys and lots of cat-specific things for little girls. But, like, I love bats. I'd love to dress my little girl in a bat-specific thing. And not that I can't, like, shop in the boys' section, but, like, for example, the boy's little bodysuit that had bats on it, the bats were all wearing bow ties, which makes them be masculine in a way that they wouldn't be if they were just bats.
0: I mean, do you want the honest Freudian answer? Sure. A fang... Yeah, but like I'm sorry like it's a penetrative I'm not gonna go any sure, further But I mean but
1: cats have fangs too
0: It's not as essential To their like
1: Yes but I love bats And I think everyone should be able to enjoy them So <laughs> 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 And I did buy a shirt with bats on it For our sign though so
0: Yeah I mean it's it's sexist of course
1: Well I'm just saying like
0: Girl, there's should be able to be girl bats. And boy has Our son
1: loves cats.
0: Yeah, but people are obsessed with like vampire bats and stuff. It's like that's not most bats. Most bats aren't going to like try to like suck your blood or whatever.
1: There are some bats that actually just eat fruit.
0: Like, that's like most bats.
1: Maybe not. I think a lot of bats just eat insects.
0: They're not going to land on your shoulder and sink their teeth. into No, your neck. I mean
1: there are vampire bats that I think don't they exist live in, in this the, part world, of like the world, but they're
0: they're so horrific to people that they like capture our imaginations and made us like. But think I think that every single bat is like. I that. think
1: the bats that we would find in Indiana eat insects, which is actually really good because they eat mosquitoes in like That's large what volumes. You want. Yes, like if you're actually worried about like a Zika virus or something, the best thing you could do is like build a bat box like in your mm. yard. If we had a yard i would totally do mm-hmm. i would love for some bats to come and live with us mm-hmm. although since my parents do live in the country they've had a problem sometimes where bats accidentally fly inside and then they have to try to like get the bats out because i mean obviously the bat will like starve to death if it stays in their house but you know they fly in and they forget how to get back out and then they have to try to like shoo it out without hurting it
2: mm-hmm.
1: but i do love bats in general. Well, here's a weird thing about Thanksgiving that I wanted to talk about a little bit. I want to get your thoughts on this one. Um, okay, so a lot of, as we were talking about, you know, we are talking about, like, the Thanksgiving fashions for small people. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things where it sort of implies that the child is the turkey. Now, is that weird considering you're <laughs> planning to eat the turkey?
0: If you're a vegan household, you don't have this problem, do you?
1: This is true, but then you also probably don't have that many Thanksgiving bodysuits available for you to purchase.
0: The, the crossover between the people that would buy a turkey bodysuit and, and the vegan the Are you saying, are you saying probably that the vegans thin. aren't
1: shopping for holiday specific? In fact, I think they're just like
0: two circles. <laughs> They don't even, like, cross over in this Venn diagram.
1: You're saying that no vegan has been like, I wish I had a Thanksgiving-themed onesie for my child.
0: I mean, the reason that you are a vegan probably stems from the same the reason you wouldn't have that.
1: Maybe. Somehow it does seem like it would be related.
0: But those people don't have to have any guilt because they're not actually violating the costume.
1: True. I mean, they're not eating the turkey, but they're not, you know. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, little shirts that say, like, gobble- till you wobble or something, it's like eating, but also turkeys gobble, you know what I mean? Or, like, grandma's little turkey or something like that. And it's like, it does kind of cross over between the thing we're planning to eat and, like, the cute baby. And it's it's, it's weird. There's a weirdness there.
0: Yeah.
1: Eat us. Of course you're singing <laughs> the song from the um, Adam Stanley Values an Amazing Fall film, even though I think technically that was summer, because that wasn't that, like... The final, like the show that they put on at the end of summer camp.
0: It, but it was But it was camp. well, it
1: was because it was like
0: the first Thanksgiving. Yes, it
1: was first Thanksgiving themed, which is a strange show did to I put on this? at the end of a summer did camp.
2: I, camp <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those people seemed like failed theater people, though, so it's probably just a the production they had in their back pocket that they were just ready to go with. You know.
1: Also, I think there was there was an emphasis on how waspy. The camp was supposed to be as like yes. a juxtaposition to <laughs> you know who the Adams family are as people. Mhm. And I think that, you know, Thanksgiving is clearly the waspiest holiday.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like a polo shirt was it like a day of the year?
1: <laughs> or like a nice kind of like a like a nice soft plaid flannel. Mm-hmm. Hello. Man. Yeah, just yeah, really so we're so lucky to have been raised with the
0: with, with catalogs yes I <laughs> that was at one Starbucks she was in
1: the- <laughs> <laughs> I do think Thanksgiving is definitely the waspiest holiday though Well and none coincidence or not have you not said that Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday
0: what are you trying to say <laughs>
1: I'm just saying that you know it wasn't me who once, but one of our friends
0: once said that you're the whitest white person. Yes. Yes. That's okay. I'm I love very, you. I'm very open, open hearted.
1: I know. I love you. I'm just saying that coincidentally, we not Thanksgiving is only really a year Yes. Not because you want to like steal any lands from I'm some just sort saying of Being white
0: is. has become very fraught lately. <laughs>
1: I wasn't like trying to accuse you of anything, I think we appreciate Thanksgiving for the spirit of thanksfulness and reflection that it gives us and not so much, you know, the history of Thanksgiving very dark. But,
0: Definitely. You know. but there was Mays
1: those outfits where you have, like, the hat but there's, like, a buckle on your hat.
0: Why is there a buckle? Who knows? And, yeah, and,
1: and the shoes with the big buckle, but it's not, like, making the shoes tighter. I think it's just a decoration? Question
0: mark? Yeah, there was a lot of buckling back then, wasn't yes. there? It was the Velcro of the 1700s. Yes. <laughs> or the, the elastic band, I
1: guess. Speaking of um, good, like, Things with, you know, people in pilgrim costumes, though. That does remind me of the episode of Gilmore Girls. Um, I believe this was maybe the first season when Rory is, um... Kissed for the first time by Dean, and then she goes to tell Wayne about it, and she's telling her about it. But they're at um, <coughs> they both volunteered for this Thanksgiving festival mm-hmm. where they were both dressed as pilgrims, so they're in these like pilgrim costumes with like the bonnets and the buckles and everything, and, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's like a the traditional cornucopia horn of plenty with like the vegetables spilling out of it. Gilmore Girls, one of the strong suits of that show, is that there was a lot of really great autumnal visuals going on there.
0: But again, in the Northeast, so kind of a lot of autumnal, like, backgrounds and backdrops, you know?
1: Yes, but maybe I should just move to the Northeast.
0: But you realize that they have other seasons too?
1: You mean, like, winter. <laughs> Dark, cold winter.
0: The brown stick season, is that I like to call it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm saying, like, that was one advantage of the Pacific Northwest.
1: Yes, I loved most times of year in the Pacific Northwest. It did make me a little sad when it was Halloween and it was like 90 degrees, though.
0: Yes. <laughs> well. <laughs> you wouldn't tell me
1: Yeah, I guess there's always like a trade-off.
0: Is there anything else fall-related you want to talk about?
1: I feel like there's so much, and yet I'm, I'm kind of like, I think we're winding yeah. down, maybe. Unless yeah. there's something you can think of. No. Um, is there something autumnal that we've never done before <laughs> that we could like do this year? Uh-huh. Attend a seance! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> and, attend a- and then Robin S. will never see it again because their wives <laughs> are treated to the a horror movie.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> they broke into an old mental hospital.
1: <laughs> yes. That's one thing I've never understood. You know how people were like for fun, like tourism, like go to somewhere where there's, like, an old mental hospital and, like, drive by and be like, look, so many people were miserably ordered here. Like, I've never gotten the fun of that. Like, I feel like there's got to be just a bad feeling in the air.
0: It's very morbid, yeah. I mean... It's like,
1: people legitimately were probably having a terrible time there and, like, horrible things happened. Well, I think the idea
0: is if your, like, life had such a, like, intense, like, experience... Leave an imprint on going to leave an echo in the place that you... That's a pseudo science way of saying that like certain places are haunted.
1: But I just feel like it seems
0: belittling. It it just seems
1: to me belittling to the people that actually had to experience living in those conditions to go there for like a fun tourism kind of day.
0: It's like a post mortem freak show, you know. It's like yeah,
1: I just I don't know. It just to me, I've never liked the idea of doing that.
0: I mean, what what are you hoping to get out of this, really? I mean. Vicariously getting enjoyment out of someone else's like real life pain while they were alive, you know, it's like
1: yeah, I don't know I just feel bad about that. Yeah
0: But haunted houses are you know, what do you think about those?
1: I mean It's one of those things where like We should have probably gone to like one of these big scary haunted houses before we had kids because like we obviously didn't want to they're go badly enough. We, well, we obviously didn't want to go badly enough, because it's one of those things we kind of every year thought about doing, and then we're like, do we really want to pay, like, $25 a person to do this? Maybe not. You know, and now we have little kids, so it's going to be, like, another, you know, 15 years before we can go to hmm. something like that. They're always just... It's always just that they're, like, a little more than I want to pay, and then... I don't know. I mean, I would totally go, but just haven't quite found the right occasion yet.
0: Totally.
1: <laughs> Is I guess what it comes down to for me. I think the children's museum here has a good haunted house, but I think it might be too scary for our guys. Still, I think we need to go.
2: Wait a couple more.
0: Definitely. There's some pretty big ones in India. I think. I I've seen that. it on teen monitor.
1: Oh, my gosh! Okay, because there was that episode of Team Mom Two where they went to that haunted house that. we always hear ads for that on the radio because mm-hmm. it's like right near us. well that is one really weird, and this is a very aside, you know, from the theme of autumn, but <laughs> weird fun fact is that we do live in the same town as one of the um stars of Team Mom Two,
0: and people that we know have like run into like
1: their kids go to school with her kid you or they say like. Which one? I think people can figure it out, yeah or you know, the people will be shopping and they'll see her or something, and yeah. or sometimes even on. We've even watched, you know, mini episodes where whenever she goes somewhere in her community, she's like, gone oh, to like
0: that's where that is. Yeah,
1: like or she's gone to like a restaurant that we have like eaten in. Yeah, or like you know, she'll be shopping at a boutique that we've driven by and like not gone inside of, and we're I like, no, oh, okay, <laughs>
2: like,
0: yeah, yeah, it's it's super weird. Totally. Well, I think this guy wants some food.
1: Yeah, I think we need to um, wrap this up so we can figure out what we're making our tiny little pumpkins for dinner.
0: Well, we can, uh, we can record some more about fall as the inspiration strikes. Yeah,
1: I mean, if we think of anything yeah. exciting, we
0: should do it. We'll put we in on the rubber, yeah. You're
2: welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you enjoy this podcast there are several ways to support it i have a patreon account which can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash rob burgess show patreon i hope you'll consider supporting in any amount also please make sure to comment follow like subscribe share rate and review the podcast everywhere it's available which includes itunes youtube soundcloud stitcher google play music facebook twitter internet archive TuneIn, and rss it really helps The official website for the podcast is www.therobburgessshow.com. You can find out more about me by visiting my website, www.thisburgess.com. Until next time.